Listen to Pastor Franz for the unadulterated word of God. Rightly dividing the word of truth, unraveling mysteries, and preaching Jesus Christ as God Almighty. Today's message. Praise the Lord. I am going to speak on drawing the line between carnal spirituality and real spirituality. Hallelujah. Surprise to hear that carnal spirituality. How can there be carnal spirituality? As I open scriptures, you will understand what I'm trying to say. Every spirituality has a source of inspiration. Is somebody hearing? Carnal spirituality draws inspiration from fleshy desires and emotions. So when you see someone that is spiritually carnal, you see him doing spiritual things, but the strength or the inspiration of whatever is coming from him is drawn from fleshy desires and emotions. But then, real spirituality draws inspiration from the word of God and from the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Drawing the line between carnal spirituality and real spirituality. In the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3, taking it from verse 1, I read till 5, you see some of these things there. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. These are attributes of carnal spirituality. Go back to that place again. You see them. Verse 2. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. That's carnal spirituality. People who are spiritually carnal, they love themselves more than everybody. You understand what I'm talking about? When the Bible says, love your neighbor as so they love themselves. And then, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Keep going. Without natural affection. The affection is not natural. Truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Having the form of godliness but denying the power thereof. Self from search, do what? Turn away. So you see, carnal spirituality is in the system. And it is among people who are among believers. And so if you don't know the line between carnal spirituality, you may not be able to pick the difference. Praise the Lord. Now, that is why we have all manner of churches. You know, we have white garment churches. Eh? We have churches like Awoyo. And, and then you say they call them spiritual churches. And I wonder why they, they are called spiritual churches. So the other churches are what? You get what I'm trying to say? Now, because there is something people see on them. And that is why they call them spiritual churches. And I'm sure those people who even call them spiritual churches are not Christians. But they are secular people who see how these people operate and therefore call them spiritual churches. But then by the close of this service, you will know what sort of spiritual churches they are. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This message is not to run down any ministry, but you see, when truth is not known, you can easily be deceived. And the devil's work is that, deceiving the brethren. So we have all manner of churches. We have charismatic. We have spiritual churches, white garment churches. 
We, we have Pentecostal churches. We have Orthodox churches. Even we have magician churches. You understand that? And there are all churches. And so when you hear people talk, especially in the media, you say, I suffer on my back. I suffer on my back. And you see, they lump all of them together as churches. But if you don't know the difference, that is what will happen. And then you won't be able to draw the line of who or what a church is or who a, a spiritual person is. Praise the Lord. Am I saying something at all? So I believe that this is going to be very beneficial for us. You see, some of these churches we are talking about, they uphold canal spirituality. And as, as I break the word, you, you get some of this understanding. Because without that understanding, we, will, we may derail from the right spirituality or the real spirituality. Praise the Lord. And God called us to be spiritual, isn't it? So we need to know what sort of spirituality we are expected to be. Some time ago, the apostles were leading the church. It's not like this thing is foreign and it just came in. You know, when you are not handling real spirituality well, carnal spirituality can come in. So it's not like, hey, there's a big gap. It is what you give attention to. In the book of Acts chapter 6 from verse 1, when the apostles were growing in their ministry, and in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. You see, so it was the apostles, all right. They were operating, all right. But something happened, verse 2. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is no reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you, seven men of honest report, full of Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. Now you see what happened there. They were doing word of God business. But as they continued doing word of God business, other things came into the word of God business. And those things that came into the word of God business, they were giving more emphasis or they were hoping to dominate the programs. And the people were sensitive. Look what is happening here. Something is happening that is not part of the assignment. Something is happening. They call it tables. That means physical benefits, right? Physical benefits are coming to choke spirituality out. Please, 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 please. Let's, let's make sure that the engine room is always hot. We are the custodians of the engine room of the ministry. So please look for some people. And not just people. People to who are spiritual so that when they enter into the physical benefit business, they will not be taken away by it so that it will become canal. You get the point? Because there is human body and there is human soul and there is human spirit. Now, human body benefits from physical things. And so if ministry is running, and the benefit of the human body is what is giving emphasis. Spirituality will become carnal. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Because carnal spirituality lays emphasis on physical things around spiritual programs rather than the word. That's why they were smart. Say, hey, 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 take it easy. It is not good that we leave the word of God and set tables. 
Look for some people who have handled that. We will give ourselves to the word of God and to prayer so that we will always be removing the chaff. We'll be burning the, the flesh in the ministry so that flesh will not dominate the spirit. Because if you allow fleshy activities to take over, you'll be surprised that the whole day it will be serving of tables, serving. the word of God will be slain. Gradually, the word of God is not heard again. And then there is spirituality, all right, but it's all about carnality. Am I saying something at all? Praise the Lord. So it's good we know these things early. You know, real spirituality upholds the word of God above everything. Real spirituality upholds. I want to start with that first so that when I begin to delve into canal spirituality, you, you, you get what I'm saying. When you say someone is spiritual, what it means is that the person is pregnant with the spirit of the word. Is somebody hearing? In John chapter 6 verse 63, Jesus said, it is the spirit that quickeneth, right? The flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are what? Spirit and they are life. So the word of God is the spirit of God and the life of God. <laughs> and that is what people don't know. When you say the word of God, Jesus said it's a spirit. Which spirit? Spirit of who? The word of God is the spirit of God. And the word of God is the life of God. So when you are dealing with the word, you are dealing with the spirit of God and with the life of God. The word of God is the foundation for spirituality. Any other thing that looks spiritual minus the word of God is carnal spirituality. Is somebody hearing? That's why I started by saying that real spirituality draws strength, inspiration, from the word of God, which is also the spirit of God. But carnal spirituality draws strength from, you know, fleshy desires and emotional things. You know, so you see him doing certain spiritual things, but the strength is from fleshy desires. Like pride. You get the point? Like competition. So that people will see me better than the other. Sometimes even quarrel. So Paul was speaking. He says, everybody is preaching Christ. Some are preaching because of quarrel. Because of contention. But I'm glad that everybody, at least Christ, is being preached. So they were preaching Christ, all right, but they were preaching Christ in carnality. So they were doing spiritual work in carnality. And that happens a lot in the body of Christ. That's why we read the early scripture. It said, it said perilous times shall come in the last days. Men shall be lovers of themselves, proud, boasters. Carnality will be their motivation. In carnal spirituality, it is what you have physically that shows that you are spiritual. Is somebody hearing? But I'm dwelling on the word of God for now because the word of God is everything. If that is not drawn, you see now that it's becoming clear that the churches we call spiritual churches are not really. Huh? Because if the word of God is what makes you spiritual, if it's the foundation of spirituality, then the churches that... You go there and the word of God is not preached, but they are burning candles. And they are jumping and they are running around. They are rolling. And that's what we call spirituality. It's stupidity. Praise the Lord. Spirituality is the word. 
In the beginning was the word. John chapter 1 from verse 1. And the word was with God and the word was God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. And the light was the light of men, and light shineth in darkness, and the darkness complete. That is the word he's talking about. So the word began life. The word created life. If God is a spirit, then the word of God is the source of spirit. Is somebody hearing me? So if you say someone is spiritual, it means that man is loaded. Is pregnant with the spirit of the word. Because in Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2, look at what it says. And the spirit entered into me when he spake unto me. So when he released the word, what came? The spirit. And then he set me upon my feet. And I heard him that spake unto me. I always have problem with people who fall. Because this scripture says, when the spirit enters, you don't fall, you stand. Hallelujah. And I always want to look at Jesus to use him as my example because he is the reason I'm a Christian, isn't it? When Jesus was running his ministry, the people who fell, one set of people who fell, they were coming to arrest him. And I said, who seek ye? He said, we seek Jesus. I said, here am I. And then they fell. Why did they fall? Because there was a demon spirit in them that the spirit of Jesus hits down. Somebody hearing me? Now the other person that fell in Jesus' ministry, the report is that he has been falling. He has been falling. Sometimes the demon will throw him into fire, into water, into everything. And so when they brought him to Jesus, the demon manifested and threw him down for the last time and he was foaming in his mouth and Jesus cast that demon that makes him to fall out. So you see, I didn't say you shouldn't fall, but when you fall, there's a demon involved. Did you hear what I said? Because Jesus is my example. When you fall, there must be a demon involved because Holy Spirit is a gentle spirit. He will not let you fall against your will. Jesus said, behold, I stand at the door and what? Knock. Jesus, the Spirit of God does not force itself on anybody. It does not. So we should be careful with these things. That is happening among wise doesn't mean that it's real. There is carnal spirituality. And there is real spirituality. And Jesus is, is the author and finisher of what? Our faith. That means he is the one we look at. Looking unto Jesus. The author that is in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 or 2 or so. Looking unto Jesus the author and finisher. Of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, what endured the cross. So, who should I look at? Who should you look at? And how did Jesus run his ministry? I can't run my ministry better than Jesus. Jesus' ministry, people did not fall. And the Bible says he was the most anointed, he was anointed beyond measure. Jesus should be walking about and people will be jumping and falling down, right? Just like you see some men of God will come and do, yeah, and then everybody will fall down like coconut tree. What sort of power made them to fall? You see, that it is happening everywhere does not mean that it is right. We should draw the line between real spirituality and carnal spirituality. It's very important, praise the Lord. 
In the book of Psalm 107, verse 20, he said he sent his word. What did he send? Did he say for? He sent his word and his word healed them and delivered them from their destruction. He sent his word. Look, that one servant of God is having results and is in, still in error. Does that mean that the error is right? No. God is waiting for him to correct it. Is somebody hearing me? The falling down syndrome only makes pastors feel big. It doesn't add anything. Am I saying something? It doesn't add anything. That you fell down, so what? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The word is the final source of power, final source of spirituality. The word concerning Joseph in the book of Psalm 105 from verse 17. He said he sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was sold for a servant, whose feet they had with fetters. He was laid in iron. What? Until the time that what? His word came. The word of God tried him. The king sent and lose him. Even the ruler of the people and let him go free. Until the time that his word came. It was the word that set Joseph free. So spirituality is the word of God. Spirituality is what? The word of God. If people go to church without holding Bible and they said they were going to spiritual churches, know what demon they are going to serve. Am I saying something? Because spirituality is God's word. Even angels, they don't move. God's angels, they don't move minus the word. If an angel will move like, you know, some of these white garment churches, especially the ones you see at the beaches, they will call angel Michael. Angel this, angel that, angel that. And there was no, there's no Bible showing anything that we can trace and see them. But then there will be manifestation. And then the angel, according to them, will come and then... And then they are talking and shouting and doing all those things. And the spirit has come. The spirit has come. What spirit is it? In Psalm 103 and verse 20, the angels of God that we know, or our God, is angels. Psalm 103, verse 20. He says what? Can we read together? Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do what? His commandment, hearkening unto the voice of what? His word. So angel Michael, God's angel Michael, Jesus' angel Michael, will not move minus God's word, will not come into play minus God's word. Am I saying something? So if you think it's an angel that is doing it, no, 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 no. They don't do things that way. In the book of Revelation chapter 19, where the scripture is giving us a revelation of, of the word of God and the angels from verse 13, it says, and he was clothed with a vesture deep in blood and his name is called what? The word of God. And verse 14, what is there? And the armies, these armies are the angels. The armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. The word of God, it is the angels that follow. So angels don't move on their own. They follow the word. Angels don't what? Move on their own. They follow the word. So you can easily know those who can 
follow carnal spirituality. From what you heard now, you can easily know a Christian who is following carnal spirituality easily. Such people, when they come to church, after church and you are talking with them, you won't hear them quote word. You won't hear them say anything about the word that came. But you hear them say things about, wow, how today the spirit move. The spirit move, oh. Today the spirit move. Everything was working. Everything was jagaya. They didn't say anything about the word. Ah, this word, the revelation, I've never looked at it before. There's a young man that I've started coming to our meetings. He's actually from Canada. He came for holidays in Ghana. And each time we finish service, he will sit with me, and then he will be talking about the word. He said, you have the word. You have the word. He said, he called all his friends that they should come and hear. He said there had not been service, one service that he, nothing from the word has not opened to him. I said, these, these, these are the people who are spiritual. These are the people who are spiritual. He knows the value of this church because of the word. I know what I'm saying. So there is a line. People who are kind of spirituality, they are into spirituality things, so... You hear them singing, you hear them playing music, you hear them, but the word you will never hear. The one who is spiritual, if you enter his car, you hear him praying the word. You hear him play the messages that he heard here. You go and listen to it again. You go and, but the one who is just kind of spirituality, oh, no, 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 no. He's doing a lot of spiritual things, but the word is not involved. The word is not involved. Those are the people that the devil can easily borrow to use. Is somebody hearing me? I will show you some of those things, the traits. They don't emphasize on the word, but on powerful vibrations, you know. Those are the things, the emotional outbursts, you know. Those are the things they, they emphasize. And those are the giddy, giddy, giddy things, like the falling down. Hey, in the moon, the man came, and then he was told, you come here. And then, hey. He said, man, who be be what was Hey. And those are the things. And they say, hey, utumio, utumio. the people who are saying utumio, they are all canal. Because spiritual people will not be looking at the vibrations. They'll be looking at the revelations. Did you hear what I said? No. God showed me something concerning Elijah when God wanted to speak to him. In the book of 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 11 to 13. Now, you know how it happened. And he said, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by and a great strong wind. Someone said great strong wind. You know what the wind did? Rent the mountains. Great strong wind broke the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But what happened? But the Lord was not in the wind. Ha! Great wind broke mountain, God is not in it, and after the wind, an earthquake. But what? The Lord was not in the earthquake. Keep going for me. And after the earthquake, what? A fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, what? A still small voice. And in verse 13, and it was so. The Lord was in the voice. See the things that happen? Wind, Mountain, say God has come. 
report said God was not in it. Then earthquake. He got it. Report said God was not in the earthquake. Then fire. The report said God was not in the fire. Which one is God in? Still small voice. The word. The word is not giddy giddy. The word is not gaga gaga. But the power of God, that is where it flows from. Somebody hearing. So if you want to know spirituality, look for those who respect the word. Sometimes I'll call people and say, which of my, my messages have you listened to today? And some of them, they will not even know. I use it to, to size the kind of Christian you are. Such Christians, they are very spiritual, but they don't respect anything about the word. You know, Jesus was, during his ministry, he was going, and a centurion came to him, and he said, my servant is paralyzed. Someone say paralyzed. Paralyzed, oh, not that he has headache, oh. You know, headache, you can toy with it. But paralysis, he can't walk, he's paralyzed. Matthew chapter 8 from verse 5. We'll read till we get to 12. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy. Palsy is paralysis. Is somebody hearing? Grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. Look at what the man said. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only. Do what? Speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth. To another, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, what did he do? He marveled and said to them that followed him. I'm sure Jesus stood like this. And looked around and looked at the man again, look around and said to them that followed him, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and west and shall sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. Verse 12, but the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. What was Jesus saying? If you are not careful. If you don't follow the word like this man, you won't go to heaven. The man demonstrated his full faith in just the word. He said, speak the word only. He said, no, 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 you don't. Jesus said, I'm coming to your house. You know what it means? The man's son is paralyzed. And Jesus said, he's coming to the house. Ha! Is it not a chance? Jesus, come. I'm sure when you lay your hand, and you, like, like uh, Naaman, you know, you hit that place and wrap, wrap some tongues on it. The thing will happen. But the man was so spiritual. He understood spiritual things. He said, no, 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 no. We are not the type of people who want physical touches. I know where the power is. Speak the word only. For I'm a man under authority, and I have soldiers under me. And I saw to this one, go and he goes to this one, come and he comes. So you can do the same. Even you, yours is even higher, spiritual. So speak the word only. Jesus said, wow, you understood it this way? 
I'm excited. Your servant is healed. Praise the Lord. So you see, real spirituality is the word only. Speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. That is real spirituality. Wow. That was Pastor Franz, the Apostle of Diversity. For more of Pastor Franz's messages, you can also subscribe to Diversity Broadcasting Network on YouTube. Jesus is God Almighty.